six years ago, me and Neil announced to the world that we'd be doing a podcast. Six years ago today. Yeah, yeah. This is when we announced it. You know what happened since that six years? What's that? Nothing. We're both still fucking losers, bro. <laughs> it's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. They are the real deal. We watch them all. So you don't have to. It's movies that don't suck. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all ages, welcome to a new episode of Movies That Don't Suck and Some Do. My name's Neil. My name's Tristan. Neil, are you chewing on something right now? No. Okay. I was not chewing on anything. Okay. Was I chewing on something? It looked like you were like moving your mouth like you were from here. Oh, it was because my back of my mouth is still hurting because oh, yeah. I got my teeth ripped out yesterday. You feel awesome. Woo! Um, if I feel better than I have because, like, it hurt. I'm not going to lie. I had two muscle-bound dudes just, like, sitting there jogging, jacking my jaw with plunge. Just like, it's like, ah! Yeah. Like, like, my whole head was, like, moving with them. And I'm like, ah, this is right! <laughs> you know, but anyway, today we got two movies. Um, because this week was such a overcast, freezing temperature blizzard in both areas yeah. where, where Chris lives in Kansas City. I live in Tulsa. We're, we didn't have a chance to go to the movie theater. Yeah, it, we were frozen out. <laughs> we were frozen. Like, uh, yeah. I, I couldn't drive on the roads to get to the theater in time, and I think Neil was the same way. So we just fucking um, we did two stream movies, but next uh-huh. week we'll go to the back to the theaters. We'll be good next week, but... This week, right? yeah, we did two streaming movies because uh, Chris can't drive. Yeah, and it, and it's okay; he can let it go. I, let drove, it go. I drove today. Let but... it go. Let it go. What's the first movie we did? Let it go. What's let the first go. movie we're talking about? <laughs> the first movie we're talking about is Netflix's own Lift, uh, starring the one, the only Kevin Hart. All you got to do is get out this car and have a rational conversation with Bob, and he'll understand. Robert, I would like to go home now, please. Buddy, you and me both. Uh, But until we clear our names, there's no going home. I'm sorry, can you clarify that last sentence for me? Yeah, well, now that you're in... Let me stop you right there. I'm not in. I never said that I was in. In fact, I I expressly remember saying that I was out. I know, but they think you're in. I am... I'm freaking out! I'm out! What's what to tell? No, I get it. I'm not in! saying they think you're in. I'm not in! I get it. I am not in! So, yeah, that's from uh, Central Intelligence, where Kevin Hart plays the same character he plays in almost every movie. Uh, almost every movie. All right. Don't 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 be the Cat Williams, all right, man? Come on. Wait, wait Cat Williams said that? Dude, you, you have no idea what's going on. Oh, I forgot. You don't read internet stuff. Um, Everybody is attacking Kevin Hart right now. Why? Because they say that he just plays easy parts that white people can like and stuff like that. And Cat, Cat Williams even said that uh, something like uh, half the movies that go that's been on Kevin Hart's desk has been on his desk, but he wouldn't play the character like they wanted him to. Do you think like that's true? I mean, I don't know if that's true. But I have no idea, but it's this huge backlash right now. I'm I think I think a lot of people are shooting her because he's successful. You know, a lot of people like to shun successful people. 
I, you know what? I don't know who I am to say anything. Yeah, yeah. He, he's doing it. Uh, he's doing it. He's making money. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I'm here and to just review his movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who else in this? Uh, also in this movie is the um um. You just said her name like. Did you Mbatha Raw? Yeah. James Ashford is not kind. He is not appropriate. Appropriate. The brother of the man you are to marry is not appropriate for me. He does not desire you, Bet. Or at least, even if he does, you would regret such a mistake. He... he... laid his hands on me, Bet. In the most ungentlemanly fashion. Why should you say such a thing? He hurt me. You are a liar. Why would I lie to you? I don't know. But do you not see? Have you never been able to see? He would never touch you. Bet. You are beneath him. Eesh. So that's some, yeah. Yeah, that's some hard stuff right there. That that, that is, uh, man, it was hard to find one of her clips. Uh, Also in this movie, uh, the one, the only, I think I got a scene from the movie that we all know him from. So the one and only Sam Worthington. I only knew one great man in my life. My father. Now I know four more. And the woman. Whatever the hell you are. Someday, someone was gonna have to take a stand. Someday, someone was gonna have to say enough. This could be that day. So it's either from Wrath of the Titans or Clash of the Titans. So I think it's Wrath. That is from the Wrath of the Titans, okay. Okay. which is the better of the two Clash of the Titans, Wrath of the Titans, because Wrath of the Titans not copying anything. <laughs> so therefore, it's just they're telling the story. Oh, the whole different so thing. To it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, that's the movie that he's most known for. Uh, there's no other movies he's ever done. No, no, no. That were not, not, not blue people in it or anything like that, right? Yeah, but that's not him. That's that's AI. Okay. So does that count? <laughs> and of course, the greatest actor known to man, actually one of the great actors known to man, has done everything from a suicidal army guy. Mm-hmm. To a suicidal fat guy. Yeah. To a suicidal alien. But wasn't he also like one of the law and orders, right? He was one of those. Oh, yeah. A suicidal cop. <laughs> <laughs> the one, the only Vincent Hoffio. Yes, the son of a boxer. You, you're all running this place. Yeah, you did set him free. You asked such small questions, Mr. Murdoch. I know. You're regaining power in here. Yes, ask oh. my lawyer. He'll deny it. Um, ask the guards. They'll deny it. Ask the inmates here. They'll cut their tongues out before they talk. But I have something to say to you. When I finally get out of this cage, I will dismantle the lives of the two amateurs that put me in here. Still- yeah, so that's from, uh, that's from, uh, God damn it. You can say the name. It's okay. Daredevil. Come on. 
It's from Daredevil. Good job, <laughs> everybody. That's Chris saying Daredevil. I'll for see the you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's from Daredevil season two. Uh, right now, he's playing Kingpin in the wonderful uh, Echo series that's getting a lot of love out there. So, guys, go check that out on, uh, I think it's Disney Plus, so that one's on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that movie is Lift from Netflix. Now, what the heck? All right. Uh, now we're going to go over to the other streaming network, Hulu, for the second movie this week, which is Self-Reliance, featuring the one, the only, Jack Mike Johnson. Jake Johnson. Whatever. I was close. What is your name? Precious. She ain't that precious. What is your real name? Precious. Yeah, but like when you were born, what did your... Not your gang name or your stripper name. Yeah. Precious. So Precious, great name. Why don't you tell us what's going on here? She's trying to get with my man behind my back. Stop! Stop! I will be reading the part of DeAndre. You read Jaquanda. What are you doing? <sighs> Eating soup, trying to lose some weight and stuff. Girl, you ain't gotta lose. Thank you. Cause you fine as wine. Look, DeAndre. Don't be texting me again, okay? You see? Unless you want to get them nuts up in my guts. Oh, oh that's it. <laughs> oh, that's from Let Let Be Cops. Yeah, that's yeah, Let's Be Cops. I told my brother about that. He's like, that's the scene you're using, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then also in this movie, the one, the only, one of the greatest comedy legends in the last 10 years, Mr. Andy Samberg. Number one, could you please sing the opening to I Want It That Way? Really? Okay. You are my fire. Number two, keep it going. The one desire. Number three, believe when I say. Number four, I want it that way. Tell me why you ain't nothing but a heartache. Tell me why you ain't nothing but a mistake. Now number five, five. I never want to hear you say. I want it that way. Oh, chills. Literal chills. It was number five. Number five killed my brother. Oh, my God. I forgot about that part. my favorite part from Brooklyn Nine-Nine ever. That's like one of the best scenes ever in the history of cinema yeah. or or TV yeah, shows, TV. period. Yeah. Also in this movie, the one, the only, you know her from playing Cups, but now she's more adorable than that, Anna Kendrick. Barbara, I'm in a bad mood because I'm having like a fucking nervous breakdown. My boyfriend, Sex Doll, is talking to me. Okay, I don't know if you're trying to diminish my self-worth by calling me a sex doll, but I have news for you, babe. We're all sex dolls until we topple the patriarchy. (laughs) That's great. You're a feminist sex doll. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I've read The Feminine Mystique, so yeah. No, see, no, you haven't. You're just me. You're not your own person. And I haven't read The Feminine Mystique. I just pretend that I've read it when it comes up in conversation. So you can't have read it. Yeah, Dana Kendrick. From Dolls, one of the best shows ever. Did you ever see it? No, but I know you watched a bunch of it because the second the clip you sent me for the the, the other one was accidentally from Dolls. So, oh yeah. So what the whole show is that Anna Kendrick is with a guy, and the 
for some reason, for his sex doll comes alive to her, but is giving her the best of luck ever. <laughs> so, like, literally, they like she tries everywhere with this sex doll. It's hilarious. Anyway, and last but not least, one of the greatest men to ever walk the planet Earth. He's your friend and mine. Every day, he knows how to say a little prayer for you. The one, the only, Mr. Wayne Brady. Hey, Dad. Hose, Dave. Dave Hose. Good evening, bitches. <laughs> it's a night. That's what I like to hear. That's all. Oh, that's nice. Hey, baby. Thank you. All right. More power to me. <laughs> all right. Thank you, baby. And, oh, oh, Raquel. What's this? Mr. Franklin's lonely. It's, he's, there's only. Sorry, Daddy. What do you mean, sorry? What do you mean, sorry, Daddy? What the hell did you do? Is Wayne Brady gonna have to choke a bitch? I try not to be. I'm a, you know what? Wait, come okay. on, man. Come no, no, on, no, no, man. No, 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 I'm gonna no, get out of this part right now. Please, please. please. Come on, just, just let us let us slap. <sighs> you better thank Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Thank you, Dave. And I like your show. Run, Dave, run me, I like it. <laughs> Yeah, from Chappelle's show, one of the greatest skits from that show. And when there's so many great ones, but that, that one's on. Oh, there's so many great things from Chappelle's show. Go back and listen to it, even if you hate the guy. Uh, <laughs> literally, um, one of the best clips. And that is the movie Self Reliance. We'll talk about that movie here in a little bit. Chris, tell everybody where they can find us. You can find us online at moviesdon'tsuck.net, where Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. We're in the X and MCS podcast. We're on Instagram at MCS podcast. We also have a Patreon, a Patreon concert, which don't suck at something they do. You'll find us there. Uh, also, we're on W2Mnet.com. That's W2Mnet.com. You'll find us there on a bunch of other cool podcasts. We're also on Bonfire. If you want a shirt like Neil's wearing, go to Bonfire.com, search movies don't suck at something they do. You'll find that shirt along with a bunch of other stuff that Neil's made. And uh, if you guys just, if you listen to Facebook and subscribe, watch Facebook, like that page. And you know what? If you're just listening to us on your listening device, go and subscribe. So every time the episode is uploaded, it's directly up to you, uploaded to you right after that. Neil, what a small business are we talking about today? Today, I figured I never talked. I got a buddy. He owns some places. So I'm going to talk about one of his places. I don't think I've ever promoted on this one. Here we go. And that'd be Bleacher Bums. Bleacher Bums at 51st and Yale. Yes, Bleacher Bums. The Chicago-based, South Bend-based bar. If you look above the door, it says drink like a champion again today, just like the Notre Dame play like a champion today sign above their lockers. They have dart boards where you can play darts all night long. They have drinks that you can get. Every drink is a double, by the way. No drinks are singles. You don't get a single shot here. Everything is doubled brand new dartboards environment with drinks galore everything from uh, blue caraca drinks to playing the darts to you know getting buckets of beer happy hour runs three to six every single day monday through friday and on top of that dollar jello shots you know that you can play pool you can come here and you can smoke inside how many bars can you still smoke inside you can't okay yeah where can you smoke inside at, Chris? Nowhere, man. 
It's a beach bleacher bums. Not a damn place. And that's a selling point these days. So bleacher bums at 51 and Yale in Tulsa, Oklahoma. You can go check them out on their Facebook at facebook.com forward slash bleacher dot bums. Yeah. Bleacher dot bums. Bleacher dot bums. Okay. Cool, bleacher man. dot bums, bleacher dot that bum, So I guess we should talk about movies now, right? I mean, we're twenty minutes in. We can yeah. talk about a movie. Okay. Um, let's talk Lyft. Uh, directed by F. Gary Gray. You guys know he directed also um, the Italian Job, that new one, Negotiator, fucking uh, fucking Fast Furious to Eat, and Straight Out Compton. He directed which we. I think we both really liked Straight Outta Compton. This stars You're out of Compton. This stars Kevin Hart as Cyrus, the boss. All you got to do is get out this car and have a rational conversation with Bob, and he'll understand. Also, the stars Gugu Mbatha Raw as Abby. James Ashford is not kind. Visit Donofrio as Denton. Yes, the son of a boxer. Uh, also, uh, Sam Worthington as Huxley. This also stars Ursula Corbero as Camila, Billy Magnuson as Magnus, Yoon Ji Kim as Misun, Vivek Rakalfer as Luke, and Jean Renault, professional himself, as Jorgensen, and uh, Jacob Battle as N8, and finally Bernd Gorman as Cormac. Why don't you go ahead and read the storyline for this one, Neil? Follow a master thief and his Interpol agent ex-girlfriend who team up to steal $500 million in gold bullion being transported on an A3, an A308 or 380 passenger <laughs> flight. What is it? A380? A380. Okay. Let's do that again. <laughs> Follows a master thief and his Interpol agent ex-girlfriend who team up to steal $500 million in gold bullion being transported on an A380 passenger flight. So, yeah, that's that. it's a it's a heist film, right? Um, and, and Kevin Hart's in it. And the, the, the problem with it is that Kevin Hart's a comedian, right? And so you think that he'd be funny in this, but he's not. Well, I mean, he's been in a, I mean, let's be honest. He's borderline because he's in like a bunch of cop movies. Yeah. But he's but, in but he's, Jumanji movies. So he's, How many times has he been in a movie of the rock? Like a million, but, 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 but he always, and, he and always, how many more comedians, how many more comedians do you know that have a six pack, their own tennis shoe and have a workout gym interview program show that is like in the top five in the in the world and that, that's fine but he's also a comedian right that's that's all yeah so why would you put a movie and not make him funny oh <laughs> you're, you're 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 going for below the belt right off the bat well, i see how that no goes. no like kevin hart in every movie he's always like oh my god what's going on so he didn't do that in this movie in this movie he is like calm Confident, and he's the bosses. You guys know Kevin, yes. Kevin Hart runs a. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna have to agree with you on this part here. We're too used to him being the slapstick. You know, this is who I am, Kevin Hart, or that he always fucks everything's up. He's afraid of everything, kind of character that he plays in every other movie. Mm-hmm. 
And in this movie, he's supposed to be all of a sudden, he's supposed to be George Clooney. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm, because be very honest, this is uh, Ocean's Eleven on a plane. And, and it's not very, it's not as good as that movie either. <laughs> um, no, no, no. And that, that's the problem. Um, one, I believe, even though this was Kevin Hart who cast this movie, because he's the producer of this movie, and it's his movie, uh-huh. I think the wrong person got cast as the leading role. If you would have put someone, let me think, let, let, me, let me think of somebody. Let me think of someone that's just smooth. Denzel. Mm-hmm. If Denzel played Kevin Hart's part, we're talking franchise. We're talking lift two, lift three, well, lift 105. Because what it needed was everybody had, like, there are certain scenes in this movie that it just seemed like it was from a goddamn college film, like, like acting film movie parts. But the other part is this. Kevin Hart is not as sly and cool like a Denzel or, and, and I, you know. I, I also want to say that I've seen this movie probably six or seven times done way better. Uh, like every, like I was like, you know, we have the hacker, we have the, you know, bank cracker. We have, right. You have the, you know, the disguise guy. Like that's, the, I've seen this movie. <laughs> nothing against the, 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 the people in this movie. Cause each one of them yeah. trying to do their part. Really. Uh, burn Gorman was really good in his part. Uh, Gene Reno, I'd like to see a little bit more. Yeah, uh, Jean Reno, sorry. Jean Reno, I'd like to see a little bit more of what he could have done due to the fact that I I love him. He's Leon the Professional. I mean, like, he's like one of the most known guy in my age group. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Jacob Ballatin did a good job in what he did. It's just there are certain parts of this movie where I think this is what happens in this day and age where you got the actor who's also the producer, who's also in the director's ear and stuff like that. I think this movie didn't have a soul. I also think that you like, I, I, I don't know if he, like, because a lot of people were really focused on like, let's play put a movie to make money. And that, that can be a problem when you're not trying to make, if you're trying to make money, not art, which I don't want to shit too bad. Like, uh, like movie is no, 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 no. You can still do a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, you know, <laughs> if you, uh, care about what you're making, go through it and you do it all. Like if you go through the steps and you actually feel passionate about it, even, even though if it's a moneymaker. Okay. So let, let in star Wars movies, for Fucking example. Barbie, man. Fucking Barbie. It Fucking made, bar- made billion dollars. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, but that wasn't for money. Originally, it wasn't. No. They were just like, they were just like, hey, let's try something. Maybe we can make a little money on the back end. You know, they they were thinking they're going to make a little bit. They didn't think it was going to be Barbie. Well, I was. They, you know, both you and I were super excited about Barbie. We knew his involved Margot Robbie uh, and Greta Gerwig and Ryan Glossing and getting Greta Gerwig. Yeah, yeah. Those, oh, and uh, Kate McKinnon. When those three names got aboard, we were like, fuck yeah! yeah, yeah. And they added Mike Michael Syria later. And, and Michael Syria, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, uh, but going back to this movie, uh, everybody did their part here except for the people directing this movie, <laughs> and I re- and I, again, Kevin Hart just wasn't believable as being the smart sly guy. Like even if you had Mark Wahlberg in there doing it, or and and, my, my favorite, had, my favorite thing is when they come up with a plan, 
It's like him trying to do all this for me. Like, like he didn't, yeah. he didn't do the plan at all. Like he was just like, he, when he's the boss, I guess he's a supervisor because it almost did the shit that you're supposed to do. You know, like <laughs> it was like okay, but here's the real fact about it, though, guys. Here, here's the real fact. It's an okay movie. It's not The Marine by John Cena. It's not going to rewrite history. This ain't one of those movies that you put in, and this will be the greatest movie you ever watched. But guess what? If you're sitting there, you're having a couple beers with a buddy, and you want to put something on that you'll slightly laugh at and kind of pay <laughs> attention to, uh, this is the movie. That's that. This this is that movie. Like it, it, this, it, this is a movie to put on the TV to fall asleep to because I don't think there's any blow up action for at least thirty minutes. Also, also, it's, <laughs> like, it's just fine. It's it's what it is. It's it's a streaming movie, <laughs> a streaming heist movie, and it's just that's what it it's is. It's a streaming heist movie that has a laugh here or there. Not 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 saying they all laugh, but. And there's some cute little scenes. There, there was a point. There was a point. There's an airplane. There was a part when I went, oh, like that. But that's about it. Like, there was a part when I was actually. The was, airplane right there. Bam. I love that sunroof airplane. Yeah, I want that airplane. <laughs> I love, but I love that. And and there are some cool little scenes. Like, they, they made it, like, visually, they made it. It looks good. It's just like. <laughs> Like this scene here just fell flat. That's why I downloaded this picture. This scene here just fell flat. It's between um, uh, Jean uh, Reno and um, uh, uh, the internet group, whatever it is. I forget their name. I can find her. Let me find the, the actress's name. She's right here, uh, Martina uh, Avogadro. Um, but between the two of them, this scene just fell flat. It just felt like, okay, I guess I got that piece of information. Thanks. Didn't really give like, a fuck. <laughs> but then there's a scene like here, which was great when they're in the museum and they did the the whole yeah. NFT thing. Yeah, but but by the way, NFTs, no one's buying this shit anymore. So it's kind of outdated already. You know, like NFTs aren't. No one's buying those anymore. You know. I mean, look at the lineup. They had a good lineup. It's just Kevin Hart was not believable in the Daniel Ocean role <laughs> you, you gotta have a daniel ocean for the daniel ocean it, role it's not near Kevin as Hart clever. is not daniel but it's ocean. also not near as clever as the oceans movies you know like those always had yeah clever. yeah no i mean they tried they they did a they did it they even did a oh let's go back here's here's the twist on the twist and it and was like you know they even did a twist on the twist on the twist and it was just like okay all right cool i guess you're, you're trying you're trying but the twist it wasn't even that good. No. <laughs> so let's get some quotes and we'll move on because we we have a lot of news to cover since we haven't covered news in three weeks. Okay. Oh, yeah, we didn't cover it last week. Yep. Okay. So, man, I ran out of my small small uh, notebooks and I couldn't find I couldn't find a small one at the nearest drugstore. <laughs> so I got a big-ass notebook and eight big-ass <laughs> notebooks. All right. Ready? Lift. You know this movie was going fucked up when you know they gave you the name right off the bat. Yeah, like lift. Okay, fine. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Did I leave anything out? A little joy, maybe. This is an emotional blackmail. No, this is just blackmail, blackmail. Find the weakness, do the job, and then get out. 
You should not sit there. Don't sit there. Why? I don't know what stain that is. If you can't hack the tech, hack the people. So are you going for like Gandalf the Grey or Moses here? Calling me your trophy wife was your way of flattery. No, calling you my wife was. Bitch. Oh, I don't do guns. Want me to call a doctor? This was a clean shot through your leg so you can still type on your fucking computer. In a lifetime of me doing stupid things, I don't want to lose you again. Does it always feel this good? It's never been this good. I must yeah, you're right. Like, like even going back and reading this stuff now, man, I'm like, damn, they really didn't have any good one-liners either. It's like it's like, it's like a three, I guess, like three point one. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh. Oh. I'm not angry. I watched it. I'll say that. Like, yeah, I'm not angry. I watched it, but I have no feelings about it. <laughs> Yeah. 2.8. I'm going to get to 2.8 because I, 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 I guess I guess I could rewatch this, but I guess I could rewatch Marine with John Cena in it, too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, you know, like, yeah I, I, I really like, have I really have like, no if feelings. If you were to say this is a movie we're going to watch, I'd kind of be like, I don't think so, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just, let's, just, let's just watch The Hangover, Pulp Fiction. Let's do that. Let's <laughs> watch The Hangover. All right, let's do it. What's the, uh, what's okay, the Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, the the audience score for Lyft is. Okay, so we go to the Rotten Tomatoes to find out what it is, and I guess it for everybody that doesn't know this part. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I am going to say for the audience mm-hmm. first. Oh, audience is going to give a better score than I think. I did. Uh, I'm going to say a 58%. 32%. 32? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn! The uh, consensus? Real, real quick, for people who don't know how we score, we score 0 through 5. Um, I know. What is the critic score for Lyft on Red Tomatoes? 17. 30%. <laughs> Damn! Yeah. So, critic consensus <laughs> is, Lyft may be a passable streaming option for viewers seeking mindless entertainment, but it doesn't excuse its thinly written characters or formulaic, haphazardly written story. And yeah, I agree. It's it's formulaic. I've I've seen this movie a million times before. I read a good review and a, ba- a bad review and a good review. So from uh, Richard Roper, he says, Kevin Hart's heist crew steals ideas from better movies. Okay. And this is from Brian Lowry, you've seen him.com. He says, Fine for what it is featuring a heist designed for light escapism. Yeah, it's also a prime example of Netflix algorithm that work using data to determine what subscribers like then feeding that demand. So yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a soloist movie. Here we are. <laughs> but, um, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a nothing movie. It's a big nothing burger movie. Dude, I, I, man, I, 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 at the end of it, I was just like, dude, um, okay. Yeah, I, I guess I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I saw that. Yeah, yeah. And then like, I, 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 I don't know, man. I was just like, I wanted it to be better. Yeah. Like we all did, but sorry guys. It wasn't. Yeah. I'm ready for the news. Let's okay, move let's on. See the, oh yeah. The news. This is the movies that don't suck. And some of them news. I'm going to read Chris, a bunch of stuff from the internet. If he doesn't like it. Who cares? That's right. Yeah. I think you guys like that, right? All right. 
All right. A new comic book movie coming. What and this one I actually like. Oh, you like the comic book? Or you like the movie? The idea of the movie? You like both movies? I like the idea because <laughs> this comic book is one of my... When I was a kid, a fucked up kid in a fucked up place, trying to let everybody with a fucked up face. Wait, Limp Biscuit comic book movie? With a fucked up dad. <laughs> I know. So um, there was a show that was on MTV years ago, an animated show, and it was based off a comic book. Did you did you ever watch any of those? What was was the show? Well, like you know, there's like Eon Flux. There's Mm -hmm. like um, different things like that. But the one that they're turning into a movie is going to be the Max. I didn't see the Max. So the- oh, the Max. You don't know if he's like a delusional bum or if he actually was a superhero. And then he tells stories about when he was back in, like he's immortal, like he's like back in the caveman airs. Oh, oh, great, great. But they're making a live action movie by Paramount. And the person taking the part is... None other than Channing Tatum. That sounds right. <laughs> I can see that working. I can see that. And Max, co-writer Sam Keith, has uh, uh, been producing a partner, um, Tal Ferguson. Um, they said, the see, uh, Crystal Moslin from the Wolfpack and State Kitchen is doing it. Um He's been working on it. Like I guess they're t- taking like thirteen issues, and I love that freaking comic book. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry to dip deep into that, but real, yeah. Real quick, was Shane Tatum still old? Too old to play Gambit now? You think? I don't give a shit, dude. I still like to see it. The guy took so, so he fucking. You know how much money he spent out of his own pocket? Probably millions. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he did to like train how to throw cards. Like you know, he's a professional card thrower now. Hoping he would be gambit. He's like, I'm, I'm the guy you want for gambit. Like, yeah, I wanted to hear what the accent was gonna sound like. I was down for it. Yeah. I wanted to see him as gambit. I, I'm sorry that, and I'm, I mean, that's the only reason I'm. I'm sorry that Sony versed it. That it's, that Sony or Fox it's possible died. he might show up in Deadpool three. Um, there's a very like I'm gonna. I'll, I'll go ninety. 10. Oh, the, he shows up in that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like 10% believes that. Okay. All right, we need to get to the other stuff. Uh, this is going to make you laugh. Um, Fast and the Furious 11. Well, the director doesn't like Vin Diesel. Jason Momoa is not returning. <laughs> so the director, Jason Momoa is now not returning. The budget just got cut. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe. Fast and 11. It may not happen, dude. It may not happen. Next film is packed to have a smaller budget and return to the franchise roots, featuring one big heist or race. The absence of Jason Momoa's character from the sequel raises questions about how the story will progress after the cliffhanger of X of S10. They might just fucking they uh, could retcon it and just like lead up like say they'll start over for real. But but I I really don't I really don't care if we've never seen another one. Honestly. <laughs> All right, so the coolest thing, I, I sent this one to, I think, earlier to you this week. I think this is cool, so I'm just going to mention yeah, it again. Sure. The legendary Hulk Hogan uh, stopped and helped a girl out of a, a t- 
teen from a flipped car after a terrifying class. Hulk Hogan and friends, including uh, Marlon J. Grass, rescued a 17-year-old girl uh, trapped inside a flipped car after witnessing a crash in Tampa, Florida. Now, the best part of the thing, too, was he was wearing his NWO of colors. So that means he walked up as, as, as villain Hogan and saved a girl in the car, which makes him now babyface Hogan. Did you think the girl was like, are you Hulk Hogan? <laughs> That would be like <laughs> she's bleeding for a head. And he said, like, he said, it's NWO shit. So that's yeah. what makes it like even she, cool. She's bleeding all <laughs> fucked up, and she's like, this can't be real. Are you Hulk Hogan to help me out of this car? No, it's Hulk Hogan. And it's like, I can't believe it. So, you know, hey, that's just cool that he did that. Um, R.L. Stein is going to get another book um, on Netflix. Uh, R.L. Um, Stein confirms which book Netflix will adapt for Fear Street. Four. Uh, celebrated author Arnold Stein confirms that Fear Street 4 is going to be based on his book, The Prom Queen, mm. is going into production at Netflix. The first uh, trilogy of Fear Street movies were not adapted from any specific Stein book, but the time around Netflix is interested in, in making now a standalone film. So Fear Street, we were, we're fans of the yeah, Fear we Street series. Three, yeah. Yeah, they're very fun little horror movies. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, and our, it's R.L. Stein. I mean, like, I know I was a little bit older and yeah. didn't get into the Stein, like, uh, when people a couple years younger than me was. Well, I was, I was, already, I was prime age. I, I, I jumped right course. into Dean Koontz and yeah. Stephen King and, and Anne Rice and stuff like that. Yeah, so I, like, I did, too, around, around the age of 11. I went to Dean Koontz and, Stan, and Stephen King. But I did read the Goosebumps, so it was the prime age. For when those were popular. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it was just like, I, I missed it about a year or two. Yeah, yeah. And my school wouldn't buy things like that anymore. <laughs> well, no, I'm just, the books were like $3.99. So I'd get, I'd be my brother each get one. Yeah. All right. So I hate to tell you this, but Bill and Ted 4 is happening and it's now being written by Alex Winter <laughs> and Keanu Reeves. I'll watch him. The last one was fine. You know what? I'll, I'll keep watching them. You know what? And same thing. Same thing with Jane Silent Bob. They're doing another one. I don't care, dude. I'll watch it. I I love everything. The reboot was the reboot was pretty pretty dope. So. Yeah, I liked I liked the. We both were big fans of Bill and Ted face mm-hmm. the music, so I can't wait to see what it is. Uh, it says Bill and Ted is better. Uh, the intention is shopping the. He's going to shop the uh, project around first. But let's be honest, who's not going to jump on a Bill and Ted movie? We'll see. Um, if you didn't see it at the critics, uh, if you didn't, we're not going to cover the award shows that are already out, guys, because guess what? You know who won. Everybody <laughs> knows who won. So it was either an Oppenheimer, Barbie, Succession, or The Bear, or I think two shows of two shows, one of yeah. Yellowstone somewhere, I think 1923 and whatever um the, but the best thing uh, i think happened was the harrison ford uh career achievement award because harrison ford has he, he was just going to be a carpenter guys he was just wanted to build sets he was and, he being, <laughs> and, he, and he became one of the most well-known celebrity actors. actors of all time yeah and he's got a potty mouth so <laughs> uh Bride of Frankenstein remake said uh, filming window uh, has set through a filming window and Annette Bening has now joined the cast. Now already in the movie is Christian Bale, yeah. uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, yeah, so that's Gyllenhaal. Oh, P- Peter Skarsgård. Um, 
and Penelope Cruz and Jesse Buckley are all in this movie still too as well. So that's a pretty good cast. You'll watch that. Yeah, I don't care if even if it's mocking it. You know, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm there for that crew. For that crew of people. If it's like if, if it's like a Mel Brooks movie, I'm <laughs> there for that. Uh, Pedro Pascal has exited a horror movie franchise in, from Barbarian. Uh, director due to Fantastic Four. So he was going to be uh, a, horror, a new horror film from Barbarian director Zack Kruger. But because of the strikes, he can no longer be in that movie. And he has to put all his efforts into his Reed Richards character. That's upsetting, and, um, honestly. It is upsetting because that's like we we're, bar- we're excited when both those were announced. Yeah. So that sucks, asshole. Can't believe it. I hate Pedro now. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah. I love Pedro. Who doesn't? He's amazing. Pedro Pascal is amazing. Um, anyway, uh, Parasite director Bong Joon Kong uh, leads calls for investigation to the death of actor Lee Sun Kai. Now, uh, what it is is Paras. Uh, uh, Parasite director uh, Bong Joon-ho uh, and other prominent Korean filmmakers and art organizers are calling for an investigation to be carried out into the death of the actor. It was stated that it was like a suicide, and they want they want it to be investigated. They think foul play was hmm. amongst. Interesting. So they want more of an investigation. So that's. Like a real life freaking yeah, yeah. murder crime. Like, that's something that we're going to see like on on Discovery Channel. Yeah. I'm guessing next week. Yeah, but maybe. yeah, he was under investigation for illegal drug use anyway. Yeah, for allegations so, of. You know what's crazy? They were, they were investigating drug use when it comes to marijuana. Yeah, that's nothing big. Uh, Top Gun Three is now in the works. Tom Cruise and Joseph Kosky is returning to write it up because. Why not? I mean, he doesn't have to run that much. He but just has to I, sit in the plane. But I think Top Gun 2 has been in the works for, like, fucking ever. So who knows when this will come out? Well, I'm sure this one's now going to speed up because uh, in the works forever, and then you come out and make the movie, and, and you're the movie that gets people to go back to the movie theater. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, Maverick was the movie that got everybody to go yeah, back I to the so movie I saw so many theater. Second Amendment shirts when I walked in that theater for Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> what? I saw so many Second Amendment shirts when I walked in yeah. that theater. <laughs> I was like, I, and so I, I said, I was like, I'm not sure if I belong here. <laughs> <laughs> but Top Gun Three in the world. So remember the movie Sorority Row from 2009? No, what happened to Sorority Row? <laughs> it's a it's a horror movie. It's a horror movie. It, it was a bad B horror movie that was a cover of like a 1970s ones. But now they're making a Sorority Row two with the same cast. Are they still in the sorority, or are they just still like the soccer moms? Now? I don't know. <laughs> I guess I'll have to watch the first one when I see the second one, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think... I remember watching it, but I, it didn't implant to my brain. I was just like, man, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, the Supergirl reboot for the uh, Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow is reportedly looking for e- at either Millie Alloc, Emily Jones, or Meg Donnelly for the role. Um, this is for to join into the James Gunn's DC universe. So literally, Supergirl from from uh, from uh, the Flash movie, right? That'd be weird. No, no, that's all done. Yeah. Oh They're yeah. All, that, done. all that shit's you know, like, that, that, that shit's packed away. All that stuff's done. 
that, all that stuff done. And like there, there's no more any of that. Whatever that was. <laughs> Here's the three people that they were talking about. Who do you want out of those three? Um, whoever's the better actress. Okay, that's fair. Let's just be honest. Um, you know, I just want the person that can play the part. You're Kryptonian, so you don't have to be super muscular. No, no. You're just automatically got powers. Yeah. Keanu Reeves is writing Berserker novel, and hence he may direct the adaptation as well. Keanu Reeves is co-writing a novel titled The Book of Elsewhere. Because, you know, acting, directing, doing kick-ass action movies, going across the entire world oh, yeah. at a moment. The, not, yeah, you know, not to mention no, nothing. nothing just, not, and not to mention just, being super dreamy. Leave so, some ass for some of the rest of us, Cat yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> Jesus. The dude can just do whatever. No, he's awesome. He's I love great. everything. He's great. Yeah, Reeves is considered directing a live act adoption of his comic book, expressing interest in having a collaboration. Uh, if you don't know, Berserker follows an immortal warrior, 80,000 year fight through the ages, and Reeves is determined to make it into an R rated story. Sounds dope. Yes, <laughs> dude. Berserker's a good story. I, I've read the uh, adaptations of over the years. Um, oh, yeah, this was a good one. I was happy about this one. And uh, 28 years later has been confirmed. Yeah, so there was, this is interesting because I was actually looking, about, looking up uh, about the sequel um, probably fucking a year ago. And the, the, the director's like, yeah, it's probably, yeah, it's probably never going to happen. But here we are. Third one. Uh, and here we are. Ten, ten or eight years later, confirmed with Danny Boyle and Alex Garland, along with new trilogy in franchise. Garland and Boylan are shopping 20 years later to studios and streamers as a package with a new film trilogy. Uh, Danny and Boylan, who wrote 28 Days Later, um, and are confirmed to be returning in a new zombie thriller 28 years. The hope is to launch the new trilogy with each movie having a budget of around $75 million. So That's both what you, they're trying to shop. Both you and I love So they want to do four movies. Yeah. So you'll get you'll get 28 days you'll get 28 years later. Mm-hmm. But on top of that you'll get these other three movies that they want to do too. Well, I, well, I, love uh, I think that's a win. Yeah, you and I love Alex Garland. He made the X Machina. He made Annihilation. He made uh, he's doing it with Civil War. Oh yeah. Civil War, dude. Civil fucking war. I mean, yeah. You made a... Yeah, the beach, I guess. If you guys like the beach. But, yeah, it's um, Alex Garland. And, um, honestly, anything Alex Garland does or is part of, I'm interested automatically. So... Yeah, like, I... I I'm all down for every... It looks like this would be really cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to um, also, uh, Richard Dreyfus earlier this week was hanging out with some sharks. With sharks, like actual sharks, or just like the- yeah, he was doing screen time with a great white shark for the first time uh-huh. in almost fifty years in a new horror movie called Into the Deep. Oh, well, I thought he was meeting the Shark Tank with you know Mark Cuban and and all those people, Mister Wonderful. But okay. He has to be like what? Over exactly 50 years to the day, <laughs> the movie will come out. It's called Into the Deep, and he's fighting a great white shark. Finally. And the movie, since was Jaws in 1975, uh, he is 76 years old at this time. Yeah. So, man, hey, 
Oh, yeah, yeah, do it, man. years later. Let's do it. <laughs> Paul Thomas Anderson and Warner Brothers uh, set to make a movie with Leonardo DiCaprio, Regina Hall, and Sean Penn. Show it. Let's see um, it. <laughs> they are writing a screen. Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson is writing a screenplay that is untitled right now, as of this moment, but uh, will feature Leo, Sean, and Regina as the lead characters. Um. It said it's going to have a significant assembled cast. will be more after that. The Untitled Project is set in a contemporary setting with Anderson's most commercial effort to date with a budget around $100 million. Jesus Christ. So, <laughs> that's a, that's well, a big budget. Paul Thomas has got some shit coming out. Yeah, yeah I'm all about Paul Thomas. So, bring it on. Were you a fan of the uh, Hellraiser series? I know you were. The, or the, Hells, uh, the Hellraiser remake. Uh, I was all right with it. I didn't hate it. Um, the guy who made the Hellraiser movie, David uh, Brechner, mm-hmm. uh, Brechner, is now going to be doing the remake of The Blob. Okay. I, 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 I'm not saying it doesn't need a remake because it definitely does. <laughs> but, I mean, when's the last time we did get a remake of The Blob? 1980s, probably. Yeah, the Blob came out like in the early 80s. Oh, right? my gosh. You know? Like the blob is ridiculous. I like, I, I, I remember seeing it as a kid, and I was like, "Dude, just eat the Jello." So it's, there was one made the original <laughs> in 1958, and the new remake is 1988. So I, I guess it's not time, you know, to have a four year old four year movie yeah. remade. But I also think about like, are they gonna remake the stuff ever? You know, just the the movies. You know, like I think we call the stuff that's kind of the same thing, right? So right. Oh my gosh! Um, uh, oh, Osaka uh, season two is officially in development at Disney Plus. Oh yeah, already on its way already. Okay, fuck. Season two is already being filmed, <laughs> which is good. But Ray Parker, Ray Park, uh, I'm sorry, Ray Stevenson, the actor. Yeah, he was the main evil Jedi in that so show. So what, what do you do now? You know, what do you do? I don't know. Like I. I, I <laughs> You know, what do they do with that storyline? Because yeah. it was against him and her. That was the battle of the, the two legendary older Jedis now. I don't know what you do without receiving Yeah, dude. So that sucks. Um, Five Night at Freddy's 2 is totally happening. Josh Hutcherson has said that he's already signed in and ready to go. Also, Star Wars <laughs> announced that... You're like whatever. <laughs> you pass on real quick. Uh, oh, it, it is what it is. Yeah. And then, um, Star Wars, uh, the Star Wars camp has announced that the Mandalorian and Grogu are going to be movies now, not TV series. They're going to finish it all up Thank with you. the Mandalorian show, one movie and one of Grogu, and it is going to be directed by the one man himself that who not only has been saving the Star Wars universe, he's the one that created the Marvel Cinematic Universe, John Farrafo. Like, oh, John Favreau, okay. Uh, John Favreau is like literally, come on, he created, he created the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He created Iron Man. He gave the whole vibe to what a comic book movie is before, before that happened, he was an actor. You remember him in Swingers and all the other shit. <laughs> do I not? Do I remember him in every... Dude, he's even in, in Daredevil. He was already in a superhero. Uh, so, uh, 
He yeah. played Happy. He was a good Happy. <laughs> oh no, he played Happy. I'm sorry, he played Happy in uh, a Iron Man. He played uh, he played um, Froggy. Yeah. He played Froggy in Daredevil. So yes, um, I, I think Disney is not getting the point. It's like, okay, we can't have the million shows. Let's just have movies because people can watch those. <laughs> people watch movies. I'm fine. I'm fine with the movie too. I, all right, let's go through some of these real quick. Um, Nobody 2 is still happening. Yes. Just everybody know that. Um, David Lynch says Dune, is, oh, Dune for its 40th anniversary will be, <laughs> uh, David Lynch's Dune will be uh, uh, reaching theaters on the 40th anniversary. So people go check that out. Go watch it up. If you've not seen Dune, is the it, original Dune. Is it Fathom Events, probably? Yeah, Fathom <laughs> Events, yeah. 40th anniversary. Go see that. Definitely. Um, Jason McAvee, uh, or I'm sorry, James McAvee, is very much interested in playing the good old Professor X again. He's like, well, yeah. Um, Jason Bloom has 100% said, uh, fuck everybody saying this ain't happening. It's happening. It's kind of like my baby right now. <laughs> and that is, he's going to make an R-rated, dangerous, and different Spawn reboot. He's 100% making sure this movie happens, and he wants it gory as hell. He wants it to, like, he wants to go full freaking, like, Tromoville. <laughs> like, the McFarlane must be super excited about it. Oh, yeah, dude. That like, they're down. They're, like, they're saying it's, it's going to happen. Megan 2, we'll see... We'll see Violet McGray return as Caddy, so the little girl that played in Megan <laughs> will be back for the second M3 one. In Fugin, yeah. In Fugin, too. And... In maybe. Let's see. Oh, uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood uh, Blood and Honey People are now going to create a horror movie of Pinocchio. Yeah? Yeah. There okay. you go. <laughs> there you go. That's spooky. Uh, that's, uh, that's the image. <laughs> That's the image that they gave the internet well, hopefully, on their Twitter account. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's good. Because as we can tell, Blood and Honey was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. It was such a great movie. It was so bad. Why did you guys make that? There's some movies you got to be like, you got to apologize to people that make movies. And that's one of them. Yeah. That is just like one of the movies I've ever seen that I'm just like, uh and last but not least, Chris, here it is. The best piece of news of the week. You ready? Yeah. The man, the legend, finally got his place in history. Mr. Defoe has now finally got his walk, of, his star on the Hollywood Boulevard Walk of Fame. That's good. It's just that you you made you made inside one of your worst movies of last year. <laughs> hey, hey! Just because he's in a bad movie doesn't mean I think he's a bad actor. No, he was. He was. I mean, it's just the 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 the, the idea itself was pretty thin. I mean, yeah, it, it wasn't his fault. No, he no. got money for it. Yeah. Why? I don't have anything against. Why do you think I got something against a foe, bro? Uh, he's gonna come over. He's gonna stand <laughs> over your bed and just apparently, dude. I think I could probably. I don't think there's many actors I can think of at the top of my head that I could probably say more lines yeah. of their movies than Defoe. Okay, real quick. <laughs> Let's say that you and Defoe were in a fist fight. Who would win? Oh, dude, he's like, he. I'm sure he's just taking punishment. He'll, he'll beat the fuck out. <laughs> okay, yeah. Like, 
I think like it'd be it it'd be the matter. Well, I'm sure he's better trained too. And like, I'm sure he needs he'll not punch me out. It's so, the foe, dude. So also, uh, I've heard this several places on the internet. Apparently, Defoe's penis is scary big. <laughs> like, like, not like, not just like big. They're like, they're like, they're, they're like, it's frightening. How big is? Why? I don't Why know. But I, you want to talk? Just, all right, Chris, that's the news. Let's go to this movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was the movie's own second something news. I told Chris a bunch of stuff. Now we're going to go to the last movie because I don't want to hear any more of whatever he was about to talk about. <laughs> All right, we're talking um, uh, Jake Johnson's first movie, Self Reliance, directed and uh, written by Jake Johnson. Yes, no, Jake Johnson. He was in 146, 146 episodes of New Girl. Remember that movie, New Girl, or that show, New Girl? He's also done, since then, he's done the, he's done the voice of P.B. Parker in the Spider-Verse movies. Um, he's in, been in a bunch of shit, but this is his first. <laughs> in a bunch of shit. Yeah. Well, a bunch <laughs> of good, a bunch of shit. A bunch of good stuff. And, um... This is his first directorial and uh, feature movie debut. Um, this stars, obviously, Jake Johnson as Tommy. What is your name? Precious. She ain't that precious. What is your real name? Also, Andy Samberg as fucking Andy Samberg. Number one, could you please sing the opening to I Want It That Way? Also, shit, sorry, Annie Kendrick as Matt Maddie. Barbara, I'm in a bad mood because... And also, uh, Wayne Brady is just Wayne Brady. Hey, Dad. Hose, Dave, Dave Hose. Also, uh, this stars uh, Emily Hampshire as Mary, uh, John Hans uh, Tester as Anders, Jordan Johnson as Magnus, Mary Holland as Amy, Daryl Johnson as Malcolm, and Nancy Linehan as Lori. And, uh, yeah, Bill Biff with as James. Let's read this story on for self-reliance. When a man is offered a million dollars to play a game in which hunters try to kill him, he thinks he has found the perfect loophole. They can only attack when he's alone. His only problem is that none of his friends or family believe the game is real. I guess that's a pretty succinct, uh, pretty succinct uh, explanation of the movie. What did you think, Neil? I thought this movie was fun. Because this is why. This is why. Because it totally gets you at the point where you, at some point in this movie, don't know if it's actually real. Maybe he's just, like, imagining the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, like there's they did a really good job of blurring the line of is this really happening or is this a mental state of his mind? Is he just completely messed up on drugs? Like it, it literally, they did a good job of presenting the doorways of like it's other things than just him. So I thought actually you, doing what they're saying that he's doing. Jake Johnson's very funny, and he, he almost reminds me of Charlie Day the way he talks, sort of thing. Like I can imagine people getting yeah. too mixed up. Um, I thought it was fun. I thought the thing was fun. I do think it lost me a little bit near the end. Yeah, I think it sort of petered out like in a maybe an unsatisfying way. But uh, that's not to say I didn't enjoy the, the journey. The movie itself is lots of funny, very funny. This movie, uh, and it, it's hard not to like the main character. Tell me, you know, dude, it was literally worth every moment. I mean, I I can't think of any scenes or anything that really stick out of my head about this. <laughs> uh, 
But all right, the Wayne Brady parts were just <laughs> it made me snort laugh so hard. <laughs> like there's like all right, there there are like good jokes in this uh, movie that were just really cool. And the the whole fact that like literally that you don't know if this guy is going insane mm-hmm. or if it's actually going uh, is he really being a part of this game or you know is just I love like it, it's because you can just tell everybody had a fun time doing mm-hmm. this movie and, and the like, Kendrick was in it you know yes yeah, yeah. we don't see her in a lot of hell nowadays so it's nice to see her pop up in this. And- and the Kendrick's just as nice as and likable and adorable as ever, you know? Oh, she's just like awesome and, and there there are several scenes in this movie that like I really liked. Like um there's uh I mean one one happened in the back of the limo. I love the one of the back of the limo scenes <laughs> I thought were just like ridiculously yeah. funny. Oh Christopher Lloyd in this, yeah. Christopher Lloyd just shows up real bit. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I was gonna say that, but yeah, Christopher Lloyd. Like <clears throat> this movie, uh, it's just—it's just like a really good movie. It's a, a, not a not like um, because uh, um, it makes you think a little bit. It's funny and it's got like some nice little dark humor to it. Yeah, it's got. I think it's, it's you know it's got like people in it. Like for example, there's a giant man. This one, uh, the, <laughs> it, it, dressing a Michael Jackson jacket. Yeah. It's 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 got like people uh, the, the one uh, the one from Thriller. Mm-hmm. No, the yeah the zipper jacket. No man, that's 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 beat it, man. You got the wrong one. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah there's some really funny stuff in this. I really love the James aspect that that they got here with him a lot of the time. Um, I uh I thought this was a fun movie. I I I saw it, watched it last night. And I, uh, I was into it. So, uh, I mean, who couldn't be into it with that? Look at that guy. Look at that guy. To, to, to my Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady, bro. It's all about Wayne Brady. I forgot. I read something where they said that people, white people, love Wayne Brady. <laughs> like that's the thing. I mean, I remember Wayne Brady from uh, Who's Line. So. Oh yeah, of course, of course. Where do you think I met him? <laughs> you met but, him. Um, Have you met Wayne Brady? No, I mean like where oh, I got yeah. introduced to him. I just, yeah, you've, met, we, you've, met, you've met a lot of famous people. You met Wayne Brady. No, I've not run into Wayne Brady. I don't think he runs in the kind of circles that I go. But you'd like to if you saw if you met him, you want to take a picture. Of him, oh, right? definitely. I would. Yeah, definitely. It's <laughs> Wayne Brady, bro. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember uh, when that episode episode came out. All my friends were like, "Is Wayne Brady gonna have to choke a bitch?" <laughs> yeah, dude. Wayne Brady is one of my faves. Um, but the movie itself is just really fun. I think it's a great, it has a good element to it. Um, I don't know, man. I actually really enjoyed this movie. People call it, it a comedy cool. thriller, but to me it's just straight up comedy, right? Like, it's it's very funny. There's also some parts, I guess, that are, like, are sort of sincere. Dude, yeah. People call dude, dude, where's my car? Comedy thriller. Did you know that? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. That's, that's a comedy thriller. So, so if you were going on those, if we're going on those. This, this had some heart to it too. Like, it had a little bit of heart, didn't it? I thought so. No, it had a lot. Of, I thought I had a lot of heart. I, I thought I had a lot of heart. And, and like. You and me are and, suckers for heart. We just love that sort of stuff. It's sort of, Yeah. It, and like in the movie, it just, it, it's just one of those movies that like at the end, you're like, all right, cool. I feel good in the world. You know, like. Yeah. It's like it leaves it at a good place. 
Yeah, so I, I was into it. Uh, the movie itself, it, it was it was worth seeing, and I'd definitely like to see what Jay Johnson does next. Because if he's gonna make movies like this, he's gonna get better and better. I'd be super excited for his next movie. You know, because I like Jake Johnson. And, uh, I want to see him more stuff. You know, he's a talented kind of like BJ Novak for the uh, the movie we saw him in. <laughs> All right, let's get some quotes and uh, we'll get it rated and get all out of here. All right, man. Okay, fucking knock on the fucking door. Yep, that was one. Hey, are you that actor, Andy Samberg? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. There's a company tracking me? You've been selected to take part in the biggest reality show on the dark web. Remember when you had everybody call you Michael Jackson for like a year? I want to be safe, but we are not sleeping in the same bed. I'm sorry I pulled you off the toilet while you were taking a dump. He had the thriller jacket? You get attacked by a giant dressed as Michael Jackson? This is delicious. What do you call it? Spaghetti? <laughs> <laughs> He's my partner, and we're going to live to fuck out of every day together. If you're maintenance, why are you dressed like a Mario brother? <laughs> you mean the show with Wayne Brady? Yeah, it's a real good show. That doesn't surprise me. He's a talented motherfucker. <laughs> don't be like that. Don't fuck up a good thing. What's wrong with you? I got hit in the face by an Ellen... Degenerous <laughs> Timothy. That has been a goddamn nightmare, Andy Samberg. This has just been one bad day. What a fucked up game. And well, thank you, Wayne Brady. All right, now what's your score in this? I'm gonna give this a I'm gonna give this a four. I actually like this. Oh, wow. I, okay. I like this is really uh, this is really rewatchable. I liked uh, everybody's part in that. It was a fun movie. It's one of those movies. It, it, it remind me. I'm not going to say it's Dude Where's My Car, <laughs> like that kind of dumb comedy. Like it's not dumbed down that much. But this is a good comedy, and it actually has a nice little. I like how it ended up. Kind of reminds me of God. It's kind of like if Dude Where's My Car met Sideways. Okay, is that a good way to put it together? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to give this a 3.6. It was fine. It was better than fucking Lyft, but, uh, you know, it only left me a little underwhelmed, and I think it meandered points, but for the most part, I like this movie. I laughed a lot. I, 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 I laughed a lot, loud. And then on top of it, it was just really cool, like, bromances forming yeah. between uh, the homeless guy and him. And, mm -hmm. like, you know, it was just a really good all-around fun movie. I think if somebody watches this movie, it's just one of those movies that you're just like, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> like, you know, that, that's your attitude. All right, man, I'm going to run to com. What's the audience score for self-reliance? The audience score is going to be 76%. It's 63%. Damn it. I was close. Yeah. All right, what's the credit score for self lines? Mm, 72%. You're really close. Ah, <laughs> one day you'll get it. One day you'll get it. Well, no, no, knock it again. Chris, right. since it is, debuting director Jake Johnson quits himself admirably with self reliance, a unique comedy thriller hybrid that does a generally effective job of balancing silly and sincere. Okay, I'll read a bad review and a good review. Here's a bad review from uh, Jeanette 
uh, Katsu listed in New York Times. She says, The movie is too juvenile and too timid to acknowledge the real-world chill of its online cabal mirror social misfits. It's just not whether Tommy will survive, but we should hang around to find out. Oh, uh, fuck you. And this is from Kimber Myers, the crooked marquee. She says, If you're a fan of Johnson, if you're not, why are you here? Self-reliance has its charms, particularly those stimming from the actor's near-perfect comment timing and delivery. Yeah, so uh, this is on the Hulu, guys. If you guys want to watch, maybe this going to make you smile, make you laugh. Go see Self-Reliance. It's uh, worth your time, I think. Yeah, definitely worth yeah. your time, especially since you're all probably sitting inside right now in the ice and the cold yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. I, I, but do you think this coming week is supposed to warm up quite a bit, so I'm pretty happy about that. I'd like to get oh, out of the dude, house. We've all been dying inside. We've all been dying inside. If you guys are in those uh, states like Pennsylvania or East Coast, we, we definitely uh, – we empathize with you. <laughs> so, um, dude, you're frozen inside your house. Uh-huh. I'm frozen inside my yeah, house for a bit. It's, it sucks, man. All of you guys, we understand. We all, we all get this weather. If you need help, I, I don't, I, I have a spare room, but I don't. Uh, yeah. You have to make here. So, I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 I got, I got a spare room. Not but really. It, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a you're in this room, right? You had to make people leave when you were doing a podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like, sorry, guys, get out. Yeah, yeah. so um, I have a spare room, but uh, I don't think anyone wants to stay in it because it's I don't, whatever. Uh, but yeah, uh, next week we'll do Beekeeper, American Fiction, one of those, right? Or maybe, maybe both, we'll see. Um, but um, if you guys want to find us online, resistance.net, we're W2Mnet.com, we W number two, Amazon.net.com, we're there. We're on the X at Fusion DS Podcast, we're on Instagram at DS Podcast. If you guys want to use some money, please. It's page.com, slash movies don't suck. You guys want a shirt like Neil's wearing, it's a good movies don't suck, good bonfire concert, you don't suck, and something they do. If you guys watch the YouTube, subscribe, watch Facebook, like the page. If you're watching this, listen to us on your own device, whether it be iTunes or, or whatever the fuck you will use, go subscribe. So every time you Log in, or we're there waiting for you. Neil, what do you do for small businesses? If you got a small business, just give us that info. We'll be more than happy to share it with our thousands of listeners, our millions of followers right here on Movies That Don't Suck and Some To Do. You ready to get out of here? What are we doing? Are you ready to get out of here? Or should you have any oh, else? yeah, we got to finish the episode. Yes, let's do that. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the next new episode of Movies Don't Suck and Some Do. My name's Neil. And I'm Chris. And remember, know how hard you lift, because if you don't have the right lift in your life, you'll never want to grab that self-resilience that you always need. Have a good night, and tip your waitress. <laughs>